Fresh Art International presents conversations about creativity in the 21st century. I'm Kathy Bird, and this is Fresh Talk. Today's episode takes place in Miami, Florida, at the home of the Fountainhead Residency Program. For a long time, the identity of Miami was tied to holidays in the sun and retirement communities. But in 2002, contemporary art laid claim to the city. A new international art fair was launched, Art Basel Miami Beach. Art dealers, curators, artists, collectors, and art lovers descended on Florida for five days that December. Emerging artists and startup galleries wanted a share of the world's attention, so they took over undeveloped, neglected space in the city, mostly in Wynwood, at the edge of the design district. They staged pop-up performances and showed art in the back of trucks, empty storefronts, and warehouses. After Art Basel, more than a few artists stayed, They were lured by affordable studios, the sun, the beach, and a feeling they could make it in Miami. A year-round contemporary art community began to grow. Launched in 2008, Fountainhead Residency Program is one of the local efforts to build a sustainable art scene. I visit Fountainhead to meet residents Simon Vega, Candelario, and Gil Yefman, Our conversation takes place in the garden and house where resident artists live and work. In 2013, Salvadoran artist Simon Vega co-created Third World Sputnik for the Latin American pavilion of the 55th Venice Biennale. Inside the exhibition venue, visitors found a deflated parachute attached to a space capsule that seemed to have just returned to Earth. Simon often works with materials scavenged in the streets and on the beaches of his home country. Simon's first visit to Miami was a few years ago for a residency at Cannonball, another local nonprofit that supports the art scene. Now he's returned to work on projects for the Paris Art Museum and Locust Projects. It's been like a planet's aligning. So many factors that are, are coming into place and that some come from f- like another time. So the Pan Museum has to do with one of my pieces being accepted in the permanent collection. It was a commission from a private collector here in Miami. And once I got that and I had to come and construct the piece, I searched for the Fountainhead Residency, which I knew through my gallerist, Ernst Hilger, and also through a curator I worked a lot and a great friend, Claire Brokel. So that's how the Fountainhead came together. And then further down the road, uh, I was offered the opportunity to do a, a project at Locust. And, and then it fell into place that I was here for this. And I could start already with that. And then I'm coming back in November. So it's a mixture of things. When you say planets align, that's interesting considering your work. <laughs> yeah, true. That's funny. What's the project <laughs> that you're doing for Pam? Is it one of your ships? Yeah, yeah. For Pam, I'm doing a capsule based on the uh, Mercury capsule. From this, it's a series of works I'm making around the space race and how that affected Central America, the current state of 
you know, politics, economy, even culture. So it's a, a parody of the Mercury capsule done with found materials and in a way in which you would commonly construct a very poor house in El Salvador. So uh, it's sort of a, a mixture between those two. Where are you getting your materials? Uh, it's a combination. I am building the structure from materials here and because it has to last longer than their, their new materials as far as the structure goes. Everything that's covering it, it's a found material and some I brought from El Salvador, some very specific, and a lot of them I'm, I'm getting from here, from, the, uh, from Miami. I usually work this way and the piece will change according to the city in which I'm doing the installation. But in this case, uh, because if it was an acquisition from, from the museum, the piece also has to look a lot more like the original. So uh, that's why I'm also bringing some more other materials from El Salvador. Cuban artist Candelario is in the U.S. and Miami for the first time. Back home, he directs an artist residency program on the outskirts of Havana. His practice always involves social engagement. During his Miami residency, the nonprofit art space Dimensions Variable became the laboratory where Candelario created Equipajes Personales. In Spanish, that's personal baggage. He embedded technology in a towering architectural installation that creates opportunities for people in Miami to talk on the telephone with residents of Havana. In my case, the sculpture I did is a big installation, 12 feet high. It looks like the building where I come from in Cuba, in La Habana, San Agustin, the place where I live, is a four square kilometer city. And uh, almost every building are the same. And I try to make like a similar idea of the sculpture, but with a, a specific item that when you approach to this sculpture, the sculpture makes automatically a phone call to Cuba. When you approach, it makes a call, uh, a random call, and you have to scream to the sculpture. Otherwise, the people in Cuba won't hear you. Elizabeth! Elizabeth, she's mom, but she can't hear me. Equipajes Personales reveals Candelario's interest in issues of community, architecture, and the urban environment. These themes will center his project for the upcoming 2015 Havana Biennial. Israeli artist Gil Yefman explores gender, sexual, and political identities in digital collages, sculptural needlework, costume performance, and hypnotic video animations like the one you heard just now. At a museum on South Beach, Gil discovered information about a dramatic episode in Jewish history that took place in 1939 off the coast of Florida. You were telling me earlier about having discovered an anniversary of a ship that was headed here. There was a ship that 937 Jewish refugees from Germany was on that ship. They seek for asylum in Cuba, and they were declined by the authorities, both in Cuba and by President Roosevelt. Um, that was in 1939, so they were declined, and they had to go back and turn around again to Cuba f 
for another desperate attempt, but then refusal once again, went back to Europe, some got off at Belgium, France, and eventually half of the ship went back to Hamburg, and from there they were sent to concentration camps. And this year marked the 75th anniversary of that ship. And it was um, at the Jewish Museum here. I combine um, the historical event with uh, a, f a key figure, in Nazi, uh, perp like a Nazi perpetrator, a woman called Ilse Koch. And she was uh, the wife of the commander of um, Karl Koch, uh, the Buchenwald uh, um, concentration camp. And so she, here she's like functions as a pinup girl that is floating on a life ring that has... Jedem das sein. Yeah, Jedem das sein was text written on the um, on Buchenwald's gate. And it means to each his own. You've been listening to Fresh Art International, Fountainhead Residency, with Simon Vega, Candelario, and Gil Yefman. To hear about artist residency programs at Nomad Studio, ArtPace, Roswell Artists in Residence, and McDowell Colony, visit freshartinternational.com. If you like this episode, please let us know on Instagram or Twitter at freshartintl. Help us grow by rating and reviewing Fresh Art International on iTunes. You'll find us anywhere you go for podcasts. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more contemporary art talk.